Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Bears, Dolphins, today, Soldiers Field. Uh, is this your pre-pre-game show if you're on the way down? Enjoy yourself, and thanks for listening to 670 The Score. Way back when, when the Ostrowskis were season ticket holders, I'd hear the preseason ticket price rant... Every year for my dad. Every year. But I have a feeling many of you, probably not complaining this year, not too mad about it today, because Justin Fields for a half, maybe more than half the game, let's go. We've got the Bears minus three and a half over at points bet. And speaking of three and a half, we're about three and a half weeks away from the regular season. So I have two segments on NFL win totals with Pro Better and the Action Network Simon Hunter in a moment. Also, we have movement on the AL Cy Young front, Lance Lynn, and the Bulls win total also on the move up. I have the details. Guys, check out PointsBet's Double Your Money Booster. PointsBet is kicking off the football season with a special on the house booster. Double your money if Tampa Bay throws for just one yard during the regular season opener on September 9th. Tommy, let's break down these NFL win totals. And no better person to bring on than Simon Hunter. He's an NFL pro better. He co-hosts the Favorites podcast with Chad Millman. You should check that out. And you can find him on Twitter at Simon Hunter Tan, at Simon Hunter Tan. Simon, I've been talking so much NFL over the past month. In my mind, it feels like we're only a couple weeks away, but uh, it's still closer to a month, even though we've got preseason football all over the TV this weekend. Yeah, it's it's one of those we talked about. We're just trying to kill the days until the season starts. I, I do love betting in preseason. It is fun, but... 
it's also just such awful football. It, it just makes you <laughs> yearn for good football. So yeah, I'm definitely ready for the NFL season to start. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. We we all have a bit of a sickness if we're betting on preseason football, but we, you know, sometimes you can have an edge with some of the information. All right. So before we dive into these overs and unders on the season win totals that we like, the first question that comes to mind when we address the 2021 season, well, we go to 17 games, 16 games to 17 games. I've found it amusing because most of the time when I've heard people say that they like an over on a win total, one of the first things they bring up is 17 games. So it's like everybody's adding an extra victory because they're playing an extra game. And we know that's not how it works out. But as I go over the list of all the overs and unders, I like, I like a handful of unders, but there are a lot more overs that I like Simon in that six and a half and seven and a half range. Uh, As you look it over, do you think the books have made the proper adjustments for adding a game at the end of the season? I definitely think it's like a human condition where most people want to be positive. So that's why you see it year over year. People end up betting the overs on most of the things they bet. And you can see just by looking at the data, the unders is what cashes more often than not. You you want to be taking unders. So that's why you're saying it makes you a little uneasy because it's like, okay, I know I shouldn't be liking so many overs, but is it because of this one game edge, this extra game that, you know, maybe the sports books are not really taking into account because they've never done it either. This is like a new thing that no one really knows how to adjust to. I think they are. I, I can see, especially a lot of these lines, you look at them and it's just, it reeks of traps where, okay, everyone in the world is going to be betting this because they, they like, they're doing the same thing. You think they're like, there's no way this team's going 10 and seven after they went 12 and four last year. It just doesn't make sense. So it's definitely one of those where you need to really think to yourself, what are the most people betting on? And in the next couple of weeks, they're going to be putting out a lot of this data, but I know the Vikings are one of the top three teams most bet on right now, win totals. And that's just one of those red flags where I think people are betting that really heavy just because they thought Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be playing. And now that he is playing, they're still not going to the other side. They're still betting the Vikings because, again, people are just buying in on the Vikings with those offensive weapons. So it's one of those you need to be wary of. If it looks too good to be true, it it most likely is. And none of those Vikings quarterbacks want to get vaccinated, which is something that that you you certainly should be uh, concerned about if you're backing some positive season stuff uh, for the Minnesota Vikings or any NFL team. Well, let's start with the positive stuff. Uh, give me an over that you like. We can go back and forth, and I'm sure there's some that we'll agree on and maybe some we disagree on. Uh, one I really liked early on, I still like it at this number, is eight and a half, or depends on what book you're looking at. It could be eight with a lot of juice, is the, the Washington football team. Again, I understand why people are just a little bit coming in down on them just because on paper they are facing one of the tougher QB schedules this upcoming season. I think it's – I don't know if it was number four or number five uh, for pro football focus, but it's, it's definitely one of those where – people are really scared of the schedule coming up for them. And I look at it and I think to myself, okay, with this defense, that's not that tough of a schedule. There's a lot of these teams, they might have great quarterbacks. They have awful offensive lines. So just on paper, thinking of what Fitz can do for this team. Again, I don't think people are going to have in their head that Fitz could be this turnover machine. I don't think they're going to ask him to do that much. They have just a really solid team all around them. And the way he knows it works, you depend on a great defense. You don't have to do that much in offense. You just can't turn the ball over. So I had them graded out at above 8.7. So for me, at eight wins especially, this is this is an easy overtake for me. 
Uh, we talked about the football team early in the offseason, and they made the upgrade at quarterback, so you would think some good things. He, here's my biggest concern with Washington. When you uh, look at the seven games they won last year and the quarterbacks they beat, uh, your Eagles twice, so it was Wentz once. The other one, it was Hurts and Sudfeld when they weren't really trying. They beat Cincinnati when Burrow got injured, so there was Finley there. Against San Francisco, it was Mullins. They beat Dalton twice. Denucci played in one of those games. That's what concerns me. So when they face these tougher offenses this season, is the defense going to look as strong as they did last year? I totally get that. That is definitely a pause moment. You're like, oh, my God, look at that list. But their quarterback was Haskins and a wood-legged Alex Smith. (laughs) It's like that's the counter every time someone's kind of brought it up to me. He goes, I hear that, and that's totally fair, but – Look at who is their quarterback. It's incredible what that team did with what they had last year. So, again, I think it was fluky they even won that division. They shouldn't have won it. Like, there should have been another team that played a little bit better in that division. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me like this pick so much because it doesn't feel like they lucked into that last year. It feels like they really did earn that playing out the way they did. They had to win out, I think, their last three games just to win the division. They did that. So, it's it's one of these things where I'm just banking on better QB play and at a defense that's grown another year underneath this regime. Simon, I think I have one that you're going to disagree with. Uh, For everyone listening on 670, the score, who doesn't know, Simon is an Eagles fan. And the more I look at this, I I like your Eagles, man. I like it at over six and a half, the lowest win total in the NFC East. We know it's a very soft division in limited playing time. There were some aspects that I like out of what we saw from Jalen Hurts last year with his layup throws, performed well on first down in the first few quarters of the game. Uh, the big question to me is, are they going to tank? They have all these future first-round picks, so are they tanking for the next quarterback they're going to bring in? Nick Sirianni, I have no idea. That's a concern. And on the defensive side, cornerback. But what I'm doing is I'm also looking elsewhere. In this poor division, the wins have to go somewhere, and we don't know about Dak's health, but I, I know there are a lot of people that are very high on the Giants. I just don't love what they did this offseason, and they're trying to see if there's something with Daniel Jones, surrounding him with some weapons, but they have the worst or second-worst offensive line in football. I don't know how you allow 50 sacks and you don't upgrade that offensive line, so I'm not high in the Giants like some people, and I figure the wins are going somewhere. I could see your Eagles going seven and 10, which would cash the over. And again, I feel like not enough people talk about how awful the Giants are being ran. They literally passed on Justin Fields and Slater dropped down in that draft. They needed a quarterback <laughs> and they need an offensive line. They passed on both to drop down in the draft. Very bizarre. Everything that's going on then, because I don't know, there's supposed to be a whole room that they were upset. They didn't get Devontae Smith. That's why they, they dropped down because they, they didn't get the guy they wanted, but. I get what you're saying about the Eagles, but I think it's just, they're just sucking you in. It's, uh, <laughs> I, as an Eagles fan, I'm right there with you. Like I look at this yeah. team and I'm all in, but that's why luckily I, I, everything I do is based off technology and my system's telling me that this team is not, not a better than a six win team. So okay. I think it's one of those where I look at Hertz and I see the talent, but I also see a guy that it, it, he went through just an awful experience last year with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. It was just, a really toxic environment. And now we have a whole new head coaching staff in there that's really unproven, who kind of seems like one of these guys that's not like a meathead. I don't want to kind of label him like that. But he just seems like this guy that kind of seems like phony a little bit. So 
with you. I don't know if I trust the Eagles head coach enough yet and the quarterback position to take the six and a half. You're, you're making good points. So someone's got to win games in this division. But I look at this division, they're, they're still by far of all the divisions, the worst quarterback in group. It, it's not even close to the, the NFC division. So for me, it's, it's one of those they might beat up on their own division, but outside their division, I don't know. I don't see a lot of wins for these teams in NFC East. All right, give me another over that you like for uh, season win totals. It's shocking, but we've talked about it. We love the Chargers. And, you know, depends on what book you're looking at. You can get nine, nine and a half. Still like it over at nine and a half. It's just one of these teams where I love everything about it. I, I like that they're coming off a year where they had a lot of injuries to their defense. They're going to have Bosa back. That speaks for itself. And with Herbert and this offensive line, again, one of those things I get obsessed with is good O-line play. It doesn't matter if you just have a great quarterback. You need really good O-line play. Everything I see about this team right now with the Chargers in L.A. is just a great offensive line. So with Herbert having a ton of time, having a Keenan Allen – Austin Eckler, you can say what you want about the guy. He's one of the best receiving backs in the game. All the pieces are there for this team to be a really breakout team. So as long as they split with the Chiefs, I I see no way they don't at least get over nine wins because we've seen what's going on. Oakland's kind of falling apart, and Denver doesn't even know who their starting quarterback is. So just in that division, I see a lot of wins for this team. What a jump at head coach and all these one-score games that they've lost over the last couple of years. I believe the number is 16 16 one-score losses over the last couple of years. And they have the quarterback, and in free agency, they bring in one of the best centers in the game in Lindsley, and they sit chilly at the draft, and they're just waiting and waiting, and Slater falls to them at tackle. Yeah, it's going to be hard for the Chargers to charge it this year. I agree with you. Everything you just said is the exact feeling. It's like one of those where, and another team I'll bring up coming up is like the Browns, and that team win total I like. It's one of these we have to get out of our heads. They're the same old Browns, the same old Chargers. It's just it's different regimes with different players on these teams. And that's that's definitely one of the hardest things as a football fan to get over. It's it, Every year, it's just not going to be the same old team. It's just always evolving. Go ahead and hit the Browns now. What number do you like over at? I don't hate it at 10. I know a lot of people had to take it at 10. It depends on your book. You can get nine and a half. I know we don't talk offshore anymore because the way the legalization has gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those where a lot of short guys I talk to, they they want to be on this under because, again, the Browns are coming off a great year. They, they really shocked everyone that Pittsburgh went in the playoffs. And it kind of made them people start kind of take them more serious. And I know the public's going to come in heavy on them because there's so many Brown fans across the country betting Super Bowl futures or what have you. It's just one of these teams I cannot doubt anymore. On paper, they're just really solid at every position on defense and offense. And I know the Baker thing scares me, but when you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, both guys, in my opinion, are top five, top seven running backs in this league, it's, it's too easy not to take this over. They're just a team that's going to dominate the ball, and with that defense, it's going to be hard for them to give up a lot of leads. So I just love all the improvements they've made on both sides of the ball this offseason. Very good. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on Sports Radio 670. The score, my guest, Simon Hunter, NFL Pro Better. He co-hosts the Favorites Podcast with Chad Millman. All right, Simon, I'm going to sound like a homer since I'm on the air in Chicago, so I'll need your support on this one. Bears over seven and a half. Over seven and a half. Tough road games. They start the season at the Rams. They also have to go to Seattle, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, per usual. A lot of issues on the offensive line right now. Seventh rounders, undrafted free agents. 
Uh, the schedule doesn't set up great. Net rest advantage, Warren Sharp does that stat. If you look at that, the schedule makers were not too kind to the Bears. They have one of the worst net rest advantages in the NFL. But if Justin Fields is on the field and Fields is good, he can mitigate all that stuff. If as bad as things went a year ago with Trubisky under center most of the time, they were still over seven and a half going eight and eight. Right. And again, we're talking about a team that I know what people are going to say. They started the year really hot. What were they five and one to start the year? I, I get all yep. that. It's one of those where I'm all about what you just said about Justin Fields. He will be able to not hide how bad the offensive line is, but a lot of the stuff that this offense will switch to will be able to like, you know, pretty much showcase what his talents are. His talents are getting outside the pocket, making big deep throws or just burning guys with his feet. So I just look at this division and there's just a lot of wins to be had. I get the Green Bay thing. Okay. If you want to give them 0-2 there, that's fine. But there's no way they don't sweep the lines and there's no way they don't split with the Vikings. And we talk about their added division schedule. That's one of those where everything looks the way it is right now. We know injuries are going to happen. We know different te- – a lot of these teams aren't going to be the same when those things come down to it. And you look at the Bears, they had the bad injury luck last year on defense. The odds of them having that same bad luck again this year is very minimum. It, it shifts every season. We see that every year. The teams don't just stay injured all year, every year, year after year. It, it moves around very, very randomly. So, for me, just betting on this number, there's no way I can't see this team going 8-9, and 9-8 nine, nine and eight at minimum. So, I, I love this over as well. All right. Our listeners love to hear that. Over 7.5 in the 17-game schedule for your Chicago Bears. want to throw one at you. Uh, just get your thoughts on it. I, I'm not dead set on it. Just something that I'm considering. One of those 6.5s that I'm looking at the over, and it's plus 100 on the over. What do we think about Jacksonville after the 1-15 season? They were 1-6 in in one-score games, and the phenom's here. The guy that we expect to be a dominant quarterback over the next decade. Here's Trevor Lawrence. And they do have some weapons there. G.J. Chark should be ready at the start of the season. Apparently, a connection between Lawrence and Chenault this preseason. Still have James Robinson in the backfield. They draft Lawrence's teammate, ETN. Uh, Urban Meyer going down to Jacksonville. Do you think they can get to seven wins? I, I can see why everyone's getting on this team. The more I listen, the more I hear people talk, it seems like people are really all in on this Jags team for everything you just pretty much said. And I'm just a complete other way where I love fading the number one pick overall. I just think it's one of these guys where they've been surrounded by the best talent all through college, all through high school. And all they've been told is how great they are. Now they're coming to a league where it's grown ass men and with Urban Meyer coming as a rookie head coach, it's a lot of pauses. We've seen how many coaches have all failed coming from college to the pros. We can say what we want. Harbaugh was probably the only one that really worked out. Now he's back in college failing. But with Urban, I, I don't really trust him. I, I look at this guy, I'm thinking, okay, he dominated Ohio State. He dominated with Florida. You look at all the talent he had there and all the different stuff he got away with. You can't really get away with that kind of stuff in the pros. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be waiting a year on Urban here. I'm going to be fading him sure. Again, week one, I don't want to enjoy – I'm not going to enjoy doing it, but I think it's about 95% of the money right now week one is being bet on the Jaguars, on the (laughs) road, against Houston Texans, against Tyrod Taylor. I don't like it, but that's one of those you have to take the Houston Texans week one. That's – that's just the sportsbooks laying a trap, knowing everyone's going to be coming on the Jags where it's week one. A ton of weird stuff's going to happen. Again, I don't think Houston's good at all. But that's just one of those where it, it's too much public love for the Jaguars right now. 
Simon, it's another one of these situations where um, we might have to wait and see where the wins are going to go. Uh, we were talking about with the NFC East, but what about the AFC South as the injuries have piled up with the Colts? We don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson, but we don't think he's going to play for the Texans. Where are the wins going to go in the AFC South, you know? I know. that's It's actually one of the tougher divisions for me to really get a hold on because I wanted to get out of this Tennessee hype. Just simply yeah. the fact that regression is going to come to this team. The, the way Tannehill's been playing, if you look at the numbers, he's been just as good as Mahomes over the last two seasons. We know that's not true. We, we know Tannehill's not Mahomes. So we'll see. Arthur, he left, went to the Falcons and I, I was trying to be all in on the Colts. I had already made a couple of bets in the Colts um, for that division. Super Bowl, and I bet Carson would come back player of the year. And it looked like it blew up in my face. But now we're here, and Carson might be back by week one. It's a very fluid situation because I don't like how the bookmakers just made them minus 130 Tennessee to win this division. Mm -hmm. That feels like a very generous line from them for a division that just looks like it's theirs. Because what are we talking about here with the Colts? They might have the five hardest games to start the year with a quarterback that's having no preseason. And then we have a rookie head coach and a rookie uh, quarterback in the Jaguars. And we all think the Texas are just a straight dumpster fire. So it's very, very weird. The sports book is only making a minus 140 for Tennessee to win this division. It feels like they know something like the, the sports books are always sucking you in. This is one of those where <laughs> I wish I wish I wasn't so scared because I'm, I'm not betting anymore on this number. I'm with you. That Titans defense, very tough to back. And OC Arthur Smith, a massive loss to that Titans offense. Simon, stay right there. We covered our favorite overs on NFL win totals, but what about the teams we're down on? Let's hit the unders next. With NFL Pro better and co-host of the Favorites podcast, Simon Hunter, I'm Joe Ostrowski. You've got early odds. Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Score listener line is open 24-7, 365, and powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, 670 the score on a Saturday morning. Hit me up on Twitter to communicate at Joe0670. At Joe0670, you could reach out on all things sports betting and whatever else. Football on the brain today since we're hours away from Bears, Finns, at Soldier Field, quarterback advantage Bears. Since we have Justin Fields and they have Tua, I'll have something on Miami coming up. NFL Pro Better and the Action Network, Simon Hunter, still hanging out. Simon, we covered our top overs in the win totals market. Unders can be fun too. Teams can lose a season as early as the first month. Which under is your favorite? Yeah, that's tough. There's definitely a couple that really stick out. Uh, mm-hmm. We can, I mean, just because you mentioned it, we can talk about them. The Giants, uh, seven, or depends on your book as well, seven and a half. You might still be out there, but you're going to pay a lot for that number. It's it's one of these where it's too much hype, uh, once again, on a Giants team where Daniel Jones is, t- is just unproven. We've seen it every year. He just turns the ball over. He's not clutch. And they haven't improved that offensive line at all. I don't know what their game plan is there. It doesn't matter if Saquon's this incredible running back. We've seen it year after year with Saquon since his rookie year. This guy, some games, he'll have 20 carries for 35 yards. It's one of those where people kind of forget that Saquon got held in check before his injury last year and the year before that. So for me, this is one of those where the public has hit this number up. It should be six, maybe five and a half. I bet them to be the worst team in the NFC East as well. I actually think they're going to finish below the Eagles. So Ooh, it's like definitely it. one of these teams I'm very down on right now is the Giants. What's the number on that one? I, I like that bet. I, I would have to check again. It was actually really okay. good because early on, Washington was plus 400 before yep. they had signed Fitz to win the division. And I believe at the time, the Giants might have been like, you know, plus 400 as well. Now they're down to, I think, plus 600. So I'll have to look, mm-hmm. but I bet you it's uh, plus 300 at least because the, the Eagles were, I might have been minus 200 to be the worst team in that division at one point. Yeah, on the same page with you there. We went over it earlier, why we do not like the Giants this year. I don't know if this one is chalky. You might have an opinion on that. But uh, I want to look at the AFC. You're not supposed to go under a win total for Mike Tomlin, but that's what I'm doing here. Under eight and a half. They decided to fix everything by bringing in a new offensive coordinator and drafting a running back in the first round in Najee Harris and not addressing the offensive line, the biggest need on the Steelers team. On the defensive end, they lose their edge guy, Bud Dupree. 
Uh, are they closer to the 11 and 0 team we saw or the one that went one and four in the last five games? I'd say they're closer to one and four, but not quite that bad. I'm going under eight and a half. Uh, we're going to see a big drop off from the Steelers this year in the AFC North. What do you think? I bet that as well, but it was terrifying doing it simply because yeah. what you just said, Tomlin does not go below, below 500. He never has in his career. So it's one of these where I'm just looking at the data. I'm trying to take the human element out of it. I, I hated doing it, but I have to. Where my, my system says they're definitely not an eight-win team. What you just said is one of their biggest weaknesses this year. They're, they're going a whole new offensive line, which means he's going to be doing that quick passes once again. And we saw at the end of the year, teams figured that out. They were jumping routes. They were getting pick sixes. I don't like what they've done up there with the Steelers, and I, I'm definitely on the, the under for them. Could they finish in last place? Can Joe Burrow be healthy enough and Zach Taylor actually get some wins this year? Or Cincinnati's ahead of them? I'm one of the few people that are just so negative about Cincinnati. Okay. I, uh, I hate Zach Taylor. He's one of these guys where I, I love watching <laughs> film and watching different offenses. Yeah, Zach Taylor, he's like top three guy for me in worst second half adjustments. His team is always awful in second half. So I think Joe Burrow got hurt. Oh, no, that was right before half. But he, it was just one of those where he just kept putting Joe in awful positions in the second half where his team's getting dominated. He's just rolling him out into hits. Like, he was just getting him killed. And mm. I, I, it's one of these where I look at this division, I just think it's going to flip-flop, where the, the Cleveland, not that they should have won the division last year, but they were definitely pushing uh, Pittsburgh in the season. They, they lost that game against the Jets, and that kind of ruined their whole dreams of winning the division. I just see Cleveland taking a big step this year and them being the team where people are coming in really heavy on the Ravens in this division. And I just think it'll be these two teams fighting out for the top position. And, you know, I, I don't want to knock people too much on their, their love for the Bengals. But again, I just really do not like Zach Taylor. Yeah, I think it's uh, more so their love of Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's amazing that Taylor has a job with a career record of now 6-25-1. and one. Uh, Simon, how about another season total under? Yeah, and again, I, I want people to understand that when I when I'm doing these unders, I'm 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 talking to bookmakers. I like hearing where the public is at because mm -hmm. you learn a lot where these guys are taking this money and they're not moving lines. They're kind of allowing the public to come in heavy on these certain teams. So when I saw an eleven hanging out there for the Buffalo Bills, I knew that was a trap line. I knew the public would love that line, especially when they think to themselves, well, they dominated that division last year. You know, they they think the Patriots they're just not going to be that good. They think the Jets are still terrible, and they, they, they're they not really buying into Tua. So when you're looking at that division, everyone just thinks the Bills are so far ahead that that shouldn't be hard for them to get to 11. Where I have them graded out just at 10 wins. I have them at 10.2. So it's one of these teams where uh, I'm really, really against everything every, everyone's talking about with the Bills. It's one of those where I'm saying, do it, do it again. Because I've seen it in my own life with the Eagles. The Eagles – Went to the Super Bowl the following year. I believe their win total was 10 and a half. And everyone talked about how weak a division they're in, how easy it will be for them to get back to that. I believe we made the playoffs at nine and seven with Nick Foles as the quarterback. We, like we limped in. So it's one of those where everything went right for the Bills last year. And I'm, I'm fading that because that's the way the NFL is. And I'm betting that it's going to be a lot harder this year. I see this team being 10 and seven. But Simon, they were 13 and three last year. But Simon, they were perfect in the division and they added a game. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> right that's, that's what they're thinking i'm trying to beat into people it's like you can't look at the nfl that way just like yep. like we talked about before the show the buccaneers they're plus 500 to win the super bowl this year last year this exact same point they were 12 to 1 to win the super bowl 
they haven't changed anything. If anything, Tom Brady's only gotten older. So it's one of those where it's all perspective. People are paying for the value that they think is right, where it's, it's just way off base. It's all about what the public says it should be. All right, let's stay the AFC East for a moment. I want to get your thoughts on Miami under nine and a half. Maybe Tua wasn't ready for the moment, but um, based off what I saw in his rookie year, the guy can't play in the pocket. Standard drops, no pressure, couldn't do it. So what they do, they, uh, they try to build around Tua. They're going to try and get an answer to see if they need to go out and get a different quarterback. They draft Jalen Waddell. They bring in Will Fuller. Big surprise, water is wet, and Will Fuller is injured. Uh, they worked out the contract with Xavier Howard. That's big for them. The turnover margin, plus nine last year. We, meet, we might see some regression again. Uh, the biggest factor for me, though, I'm not buying into Tua, so I'm betting under nine and a half. What do you think? Now, that was plus nine with a rookie quarterback and Fitzmagic. As mm-hmm. on the offensive side. So actually it, it feels like a fair number. Um, I have to buy the hype, man. I, I'm one of those people. I watched this kid in college, Alabama, and I've seen the place he can make and how smart he is. It seems like one of those things where they rushed him back from that hip injury. He, he just was not right last year. He was scared to take hits. He admitted he didn't know the offense. He, he wasn't sharp. And everything I read about him in this, this uh, preseason, the same thing with like going on Justin Fields and the Bears that, this kid is making all the throws. He seems like he knows the offense. He's asking questions. He's trying to be a leader. I, I have to drink the juice, but I'm also right there with you with the two thing that I'm, I actually bet him at 40 to one to lead the NFL in interception. <laughs> I, I saw that too. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those where he, you're betting a guy to lead the NFL in receptions. You have to bet a guy you think is going to get all the snaps. Exactly. And we're looking at a guy again, you just said it. He did not look right last year. I'm, I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth because I, I bet them, you know, what was it, 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I just look at a team with a great defense, a great head coach, that all they're missing is that quarterback piece. And if Tua can take that year two jump, which we've seen so many quarterbacks in the past do, I have a great value ticket on my hand. So, again, I, I get why you're betting this under, but I would actually lean towards the over in this division for this team. No, and I had a th- the same thought process on the most interceptions prop as well. Because like the Daniel Jones conversation, this guy's going to be out there. He's mm-hmm. getting the entire season. They're going to figure out. They're going to get an answer on this dude. It's not going to be, uh, what is it, Jacoby Prasett, the backup. He's not going to be walking out there to take the job from Tua. So it's going to be all him. So he's going to get the opportunities. And it's not like a couple of years ago when Jameis had 30 interceptions where that's your interception leader. That's not normal. If you're really bad, you're going to get pulled. You're not going to have the opportunity to throw 20 picks. So Tua, yeah, if he's not right, could be. Uh, I mentioned uh, Jameis there with New Orleans. I know you disagree with this, but uh, what is your thought on their win total of nine? We're still not sure about the starting quarterback, if it's going to be Taysom Hill or or Jameis Winston. Uh, The other day, another cornerback is out. Patrick Robinson retires. The roster seems to be short a cornerback. And then there's just Michael Thomas stuff. He's going to miss at least the first month of the season, and he wants out. What are you thinking about the 2021 Saints? I would say if you talked to me like two months ago, I was in on the Saints. I was kind of drinking the Kool-Aid where I didn't care who the quarterback was going to be. I could see Winston doing all right. I could, I could have saw Taysom Hill doing all right. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Their defense is really stacked. And with all Michael Thomas as their, their lead receiver in Kamara, this team could actually make some noise. And now everything's falling apart. They got guys get suspended. Their lead D-tackle got suspended, I think, for PEDs. They got injuries. 
Michael Thomas drama. And again, it's, it's one of these things where, okay, now we're sitting here in August. I, I get why people want it to be uh, Winston to be the quarterback, but look at, look at Winston gave from. He came from Godwin and uh, Mike Evans, and he still threw 30 interceptions. Okay. Now he's throwing to no names. I'm telling you people look at the roster that the saints have right now receiver. It's, Literally a bunch of no names. Traycon Smith would be the one. Right. I just see a big shift in this team where they might be taking on the Ravens personality where Taysom Hill is going to be a running quarterback. They'll have him and Kamar in the backfield. And it's just going to be one of these things where they kind of grind it out against teams and hope to have a defense that can stop people. But for me, at nine wins, I, I again, I was I was on this team early on because of how they played. They played Tampa so well last year. Last year. They beat them twice in the regular season. It's just a very different team right now where everything seems like it's going negative. So if people are going to make me pick a side right now, I would definitely go the under for the Saints. Yep, with you, same page, under nine. Uh, Saints, worst regular season record, 85 to one, just so you know. 85. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that because no. unlike them, uh, Sean Payton's actually, to yeah. me, one of the best coaches in the league, so I wouldn't do that. But yeah, I, I would, another, another under we talked about early on, um, the Minnesota Vikings. I know that Bears fans will be happy to hear that because that's in mm-hmm. their division. It, it's one of these teams that people are just coming in so hyped because Justin Jefferson, he's a top 10 fantasy receiver. Dalvin Cook, he's a top five fantasy running back. It's it's a lot of flashy names, and people are banking on their defense being improved where they just cut their first-round pick from last year at cornerback. They're, they're seriously one of the worst cornerbacks in all the league. It might be them or the Seahawks have one of the worst uh, quarterback groups in the league. But at least the Seahawks have Jamal Adams there in the safety position. The the Vikings really don't have that. They could have made improvements. You know, Mike Zimmer is kind of trying to improve that team. But we saw it last year. Like, when they lost, you know, the Cowboys back up at home, the Vikings just have no spine with Kirk Cousins. So, when I saw that nine, eight and a half, I, I could not be happier to take that under because this, to me, is just an eight, nine team. They're not, they're not above 500 teams, especially when I think the Bears are going to be above 500. You are preaching to the choir, my friend. I – I feel like first coach fired is Mike Zimmer written all over it. Love that. Especially if you look yeah. how they start, they start the season. Yep. Yep. Very tough start. A lot of pressure. He's been there for quite some time, up, down, up, down every single season. So uh, expectations are high. Completely revamped that defense. As you mentioned, Simon Hunter, NFL pro better like on the overs, Washington football team, chargers and the Browns and the unders. The Giants, the Bills, and as you mentioned, Minnesota. We, we agreed and disagreed on some of my plays. Uh, Bears are like the over seven and a half. He's hoping I'm right about the Eagles over six and a half, but he does not agree. Uh, Pittsburgh under eight and a half, Miami under nine and a half, and New Orleans under nine. Follow Simon on Twitter at Simon Hunter T A N. Simon, I can't wait uh, till we're doing this during the regular season, previewing the games of the week, my man. Yeah, buddy, enjoy your vacation, my man. Yeah, taking a little time off next week before the football gauntlet. Couple nuggets I've discussed this week on all four daytime shows right here on 670 The Score. Uh, despite lasting only five innings in the Field of Dreams game, Lance Lynn is a bigger favorite than he's been all season to win the Cy Young over a points bet. I'd assume it's a mix of the money coming in, and also we continue to mark days off the calendar. I do disagree with the odds, though. Uh, He went from minus 170 to minus 223. 
It looks like it's going to be a fun race going back and forth between Lance Lynn and Garrett Cole uh, down the stretch here. While Lynn is minus 223, Cole is plus 320, with Cole expected to return to the rotation in just a matter of days. In basketball, Bulls win total pre-free agency was 37.5 at points bet. They reacted to Lonzo and DeRozan by bumping it up two victories 37 and a half up to 39 and a half little short of that 500 mark i'm sure points bet illinois will be flush with a lot of your over money and since we have 10 games today why not a couple of angles on preseason football listen to this (laughs) this is unreal john harbaugh and the ravens are on a 17 game winning streak in the preseason 17-game winning streak, while Sean Payton has a losing record in exhibition games. Baltimore favored by two and a half today. And Mike Zimmer is 20-5 and straight up in the preseason. The Vikings, home dogs to Denver today. Some coaches care about winning these contests. Others don't. Lines, usually very short. Something to keep in mind. For the record, Matt Nagy, 3-6. and six in preseason action as head coach three and six let's talk nfl mvp next with our pal jim miller early odds saturdays on 670 the score and the odyssey app i know you love free money i love free money well points bet has an nfl double your money booster so get in don't forget about it PointsBet kicking off the football season with a special on-the-house booster. Double your money if Tampa Bay throws for just one yard during the season opener on Thursday, September 9th. Why not? You'd be watching anyways, and it's free money. One yard, TB12, you can do it. Uh, Jim Miller over at Hawthorne Racecourse, the site of one of three PointsBet locations in the area. He joins us like he does every single Saturday morning. How you feeling, Jim? I'll tell you, Joe, it's been weird. I mean, we're talking NFL preseason coming up. Yeah. And you can bet on it legally. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, it's crazy. It shows how much of a degenerate you can be at times, but it's so, so good. You got the White Sox playing good. The Cubs playing really badly. And uh, it's fun. It's a, it's, it's a great time of year. I, I love the start of the NFL, and, and I'm excited. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670, the score every Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. We've got Jim Miller on the horn. We're inside of four weeks away from football for real. We're going to have football for fake, if that's a term. If not, I just yeah. made it up. Uh, this <laughs> afternoon, coming up at noon, Jim, all week, the Bears have been three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dolphins, a low total just like uh, every other preseason game, hanging around the mid-30s. You betting it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be proud. A, be I'll, proud. Don't be embarrassed. You know what? I'm going to bet a little bit. And here's, I guess here's the main reason why. I mean, the Dolphins, I think they kind of know what they are. The Bears don't know what they are, but you're going to see a lot of Justin Fields. I really think you are. I, mean, I, I don't know how much we'll see, if any, of Nick Foles. I mean, it could be a little Dalton. It could be a lot of Fields. And because of that, I'm, I'm going to play the hometown team. I, I wish there, the hook wasn't involved. I wish it was three. But you know what? You got to watch. You have to watch with interest. There, There is a lot to be interested about with the Bears. But 
hey, Justin Fields, the things that he wants to show, he wants to show that he can move in the pocket. He wants to show that he can throw the ball downfield. You get a game like this, you never know. You, you get a couple big plays, you open it up, maybe you can win there and win by a touchdown. So, yes, I'm going to play. I'm not going to play a ton, but if I'm going to be watching, I'm going to be playing the game for sure. Jim, forget the T formation. I want to see the nine offensive lineman formation when Justin Fields is out there. Spread them out, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just I'm just worried about all these undrafted free agents that are going to be protecting him. That yes, that is the one thing that you do have to be scared about a little bit. But you know what? Then maybe it's, it's rollouts, get rid of the ball quickly, that kind of stuff. Um, that is a little scary. The Bears' offensive line is, is right now really scary. But I guess here's the time where you find out if you have anybody else that can play offensive line. And that's where you're going to find out early in the season. But, hey, there's always a lot to be excited about. There's always a lot of anticipation at the start of the season. Teams that were bad the year before make the playoffs. Teams that were good the year before don't make the playoffs. So you need some surprises somewhere. Maybe we get it out of our hometown heroes. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be playing. And, yes, let's keep Justin Fields upright for sure. All right. The NFL is here. We've got college football two weeks from today for real big 10 play starts. What's on your mind? I, I know you're thinking about a season prop bet when it comes to the NFL. Well, here's the thing. I mean, we talk time and again about overs unders for teams and that about players of Cy Young. I mean, MVP, that kind of stuff. Here's my questions for you, Joe, for the mm -hmm. MVP. Two things that surprised me. First, I looked the amount of love that Matthew Stafford is getting I just don't get it. I understand it's a new team. It's a new offense, but it's still Matthew Stafford. So that's the one thing I get for the amount of love he's getting for MVP voting. But then on the flip side of things, what do you do with a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's tested positive now twice for COVID? You don't know if he's going to get vaccinated, but any of these players that you bet, if they test positive during the season, they could miss two weeks. You miss two weeks, you're basically out for MVP voting. So what do you do with a guy like that? And what do you think of a guy like Matthew Stafford getting all this MVP love? Well, I will always have some love for Lamar Jackson because I had that big ticket when he won the MVP from before the season, uh, which not a lot of people saw coming. And I agree with you about the Stafford love. The number is just way too short. And the hype yes. for these Rams is just out of control. Now, the reason it's so short, I get it. It's the criteria for the MVP every year. Is he a quarterback? Yeah, he's a quarterback. Right. Is he going to be on a team that has double-digit wins? And are they in the battle for the buy, the loan buy right now? Uh, a lot of people believe so. I'm not so sure. We're going to see some regression on the defensive side. People tend to forget that... Uh, they might go run heavy, even without right. Cam Akers this season. With, with the strong defense, which is how they're going to win games, it's not because they're going to put 40 points on the board. For some reason, I, I don't know how that's escaped them. I, I certainly expect them still uh, to go heavy run, and we've seen that over the years there with the L.A. Rams. So I'm not buying into the Stafford love. We've seen it for years and years right Matthew Stafford against a winning football team he no shows well now he has the support no more excuses you got to see the wins he's getting that backing I'm just not buying into it and and there are some sharp guys that are really backing this Rams team this year if I'm backing a team in the NFC West I prefer San Francisco yes yeah San Francisco's and here's the thing San Francisco is the team that could turn things around. They're the team that that 
you you could watch out for is kind of that dark horse coming out of there. But man, when you look at quarterbacks, I mean, okay, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, of course, Tom Brady, of course, Matthew Stafford, one, he doesn't run the ball really. And two, you're right, he doesn't beat good teams. I just I don't get the love for him. Hey, maybe he has a great year. He could have a great year, and I still don't think would win the award. I just can't see it happening with him. Justin Herbert? Better shot to me than Stafford. I Why like not? the odds better, too. Yeah, odds are better, and he's going to carry the ball. He could carry the ball, and, and he, he could have a Cam Newton type of season where you're getting 10 rushing TDs, too. And, and, he, and if that's the case, then you're in the mix. Yeah, Herbert, they announced the other day, not playing at all at all this preseason in a brand new offense. So that's going to be fascinating. A lot of fascinating storylines as we enter the NFL season. Jim, what about the horses today? Well, you know what? We're going to Arlington Park. It's their biggest day of the year. It's the local racetrack. So we're going to give you three Arlington horses, bet them all across the board. They're all in stakes races. Starting race five, bet the 10, stroll in the bayou across the board. Race seven, bet the six, La Mista across the board. And then the big race in race nine, Bet the nine armory across the board. You'll get good value on all of them and hopefully make a few bucks. Weekly contributor here on Early Odds, Sports Radio 670, The Score. His name is Jim Miller. Jim Miller, uh, remind everyone about the three points bet locations that you have. Yeah, yeah and you want to check these out, especially for Illinois collegiate teams coming up here soon. You got Hawthorne Racecourse, Prospect Heights, and Crestwood, but they're going to cover a lot of that Chicagoland area. Great place to check out all the sports. Thanks, Jim. You got it. Thanks, Joe. And big thanks to the Action Network, Simon Hunter, who hung out for like 40 minutes as we debated NFL win totals. If you weren't able to jot all of those down, you've got the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. You also have the Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast, so subscribe. If you're looking for more NFL and or college football prep, also subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. Tons of great interviews and betting angles on that feed, getting you set for football season. Find the links on my Twitter account, at Joe0670, at Joe0670. One more recharge before the football season, so Rick Camp will be here next week. Up next, Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw. Cast tons of tickets and keep it locked here on 670 The Score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.